Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio. FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. By the way, you can listen to us anytime on our podcast. That's right. We moved up in the world. We got a podcast. Go to www.gunsportsradio.com to find out a whole lot more. Tell your friends if they're interested in guns. They can go back and listen to shows from days gone by. You can also visit our website at gunsportsradio.com. We're on Facebook as well. In fact, we just got on Twitter. We, uh, we've been on Twitter, and here we go. I didn't so, know we were on Twitter. You yeah, I've been incubating that one for a while, so it's really cool. So, so we got, got that going. a bunch going. of followers. Yeah. Hey, and this segment is brought to you by the Nordstrom's of Gun Ranges. The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week, called TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. Make sure you check those folks out. I was in there the other day, picked up some uh, magazines for my 1022. Nice. They were the only ones that had them in stock. Beautiful. I couldn't believe it. Where I got my gun, they didn't have them. I had to order them. It was going to take a week and all that. So I happened to be in there, and I said, you guys don't have me. He goes, oh, yeah. And they come in a pack of three, which is really nice. You don't have to buy them individually. So I'm ready. So those squirrels got to be aware. The squirrels are No, the gophers, man. Gophers. Gophers are in serious, serious Zombie trouble. Zombie gophers. You got to watch those little rascals, I'm telling you. So, by the way, next Sunday, mm-hmm. Michael Schwartz, Dave Stahl, and Hannah Banana are going to be at the Del Mar Fairgrounds, and we're actually going to the gun show. Going to the gun show. Won't that be a hoot? It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. First time uh, in months since last <laughs> December. So, they're back for yeah. for two days, and, and then they're back again in December, but you need you guys to come down, uh, all uh, particularly Sunday afternoon. We're there one to five. Yeah, one to five for sure. We'll be there um, you know, all afternoon, and you'll be able to come up, ask questions when and we're not on air. Yes, they're selling ammo. I get that question. Oh, is that another one? Somewhere around 10 times a day. Yeah. They are selling ammo. Yes, they're selling ammo. Ammo will be for sale, and you can buy it there. All right. Yeah. Hey, where at in the fairgrounds are you? Is this located? Somebody told me it was a barn out there with the no, livestock. It's an old Quonset hunt no, thing. No, no, no. It's it's the big uh, Green Cosby Hall. Yeah, it's O'Brien. O'Brien oh, Hall. Green Cosby. Oh, right, right up front. Right at, right right by where old Don Diego is. Yeah, somebody told me that we were out there in with the barn. cattle. Come on. Yeah, that's what. I, that's probably guys. I know where that guy came from. So that's a live broadcast from one to yeah. one to five. You guys, man, that's huge. It's going to be huge. So come out and say hi to Dave and Mike and Hannah. Yes, and, and uh, John Dinnell, Dylan is going to try and be there. He said, but yeah, he's still he, calling. Uh, he told me he says, "Sure, can I bring the one and four year old?" I said, "No, you stay home and just call in." I think is uh, Joe Dramisi going to be out there? Dramisi, yeah, yeah, yeah more than likely he will. Yeah. So it'll so. come out and say hi to everybody. All right. kinds, big, huge. It's going to be a reunion. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait. It's really going to be awesome. So what do we got going in this segment? I got a, a very cool guest on the line. Uh, his name is Joe Leventhal, and he is running for the San Diego City Council. Um, and uh, I brought him on because uh, he's been a fantastic supporter of San Diego County Gun Owners. 
and uh, he. Uh, I wanted everybody to hear about his campaign. Joe, are you there? I'm here. How you doing, man? How are you guys? Good. Great. So you're running for city council. I am San Diego City Council. Well, now what what was the catalyst? What made you decide to do that kind of insanity? Well, insane <laughs> it seems at times. Absolutely, you know, I uh, wasn't planning to run, and I feel like we have a lot of challenges in the region that are not getting handled or addressed by our current crop of elected officials. And uh, had some folks encourage me to run, and uh, after first turning them down, I thought, you know what, maybe it's time. I get them done sitting on the sidelines let's see if i can make a difference so because you're not a career politician i was gonna say are you in politics have you been in politics i I am not in politics uh in a prior life i've worked in politics i've never run for office other than student council uh which my kids are running for student council themselves right now so i'm (laughs) reliving my glory years but uh it's not much different yeah, exactly. Actually, it's uh, probably a little more, uh, a little, little higher brow, a little more educated in, in uh, student council than it is in, in what I'm dealing with now. But, uh, but no, I, I, uh, I'm not a career politician. People are using that that p word with me now, politician, and it's uh, it kind of creeps me out a bit. But no, I'm not a career politician. I'm I'm a lawyer, so a lawyer and a business owner. Awesome. So, in what district, by the way? Tell everybody what district you're running in. Absolutely. It's District 5. Uh, Mark Kersey currently sits in that district. He's termed out, and it's Rancho Bernardo, Scripps Ranch, North uh, Rancho Peñasquitos, Carmel Mountain Ranch. Okay. And there have been some pretty goofy things, uh, you know, that uh, have happened in the city council in in our world in the last uh, couple years. And I wanted to... Uh, I just wanted to talk to you about it and see where, where, you know, if you were on the council or going forward, if you, when, when you make it to the council, you know, where will you stand on it? And let me just list off a couple of things. One is Chris Kate, who's an awesome ally of San Diego County gun owners, uh, got one of those proclamations, you know, naming a particular day of the year, uh, San Diego County gun owners day, just as a way to honor our members and say, Hey, you guys are doing a great job educating people and fighting for our constitutional rights and, um, a couple of city council members uh, voted against it and actually refused to even sign it because they were so opposed to gun rights. Um, and then there was the uh, they had the uh, storage law, which I know you're familiar with. And then there was right. the uh, gun violence restraining orders, which really isn't a city council thing, but um, is a uh, Mara Elliott, who's the city attorney thing. So why don't we back up? So if there was a proclamation, you know, thanking San Diego County gun owners for all the fine work we've, we do with uh, safety and education and, and uh, that sort of thing, you know, what are your thoughts on a city council member refusing to even sign it? I, I think it's unfortunate. It's not surprising, uh, but it is unfortunate that someone wouldn't sign it. And, you know, it really comes down to a question of, you know, are we picking and choosing which amendments in the Bill of Rights that we honor or, or do we honor them all? And uh, unfortunately, you know, in this day of, of hyper partisanship and, and politics, we do see that, unfortunately, some of the city council members and others in elected office choose to, you know, ignore the Second Amendment and its value and, frankly, value the people that are working hard to protect it. Yeah, it was. That was it was Chris Ward in particular that was just absolutely so div- div- divisive and I just couldn't believe it. OK, so let's move on to uh, the uh, gun storage law, which the city right. of San Diego said, hey, if, unless you're t- basically the, the strictest interpretation of the law is unless you're touching your gun uh, in your house, unless you're actually physically touching it, it has to be locked away or stored inoperable. What, what is your opinion of that uh, law that, which passed uh, the San Diego City Council? 
It's a bad law. It's just, it's just a bad law. And I think it's also not taking into account real life circumstances when people find themselves in sudden need of self-defense and it's making law abiding citizens less safe. Uh, it's something that I think uh, certain people in elected office want to try and uh, further their careers on, uh, you know, on the backs of law abiding gun owners. And I think it's just one of those pieces of legislation that unfortunately got through. Yeah, I've never seen uh, a city attorney. I've asked a bunch of people, you know, because this was Mara Elliott, city attorney's uh, uh, baby that she started. And I asked a bunch of people, you know, have you ever even, do you even know who the city attorney was before her? Can you name, you know, there are 17 other city attorneys in the county. Can you name one of them? No. This is, you know, clearly driven by her own ambition. But Joe, one thing I, I do want to put out there, and we're talking about uh, guns because, you know, we're San Diego County gun owners and this is Gun Sports Radio. But, you know, that's not your focus on, you know, you're not looking to be um, a gun activist, which, you know, may sound odd, but we, we appreciate, you know, and part of the reason that we exist, San Diego County Gun Owners exists, uh, is because it's to stop people whose agenda is anti-gun. You know, the city council, you guys should be fixing potholes and, you know, making sure uh, the garbage is, is picked up and balancing a budget. So, uh, right. What is some? What are some? What's pick one focus that's non Second Amendment related and tell folks, hey, this is really what I want to concentrate on when it comes to the city council. Sure. Well, one issue I'm particularly passionate about is the homelessness situation. It's uh, it's negatively affecting our region. You know, we're a huge uh, tourism economy. There have been conference planners that have told our tourism authority that they won't bring people back to San Diego to consider having their conference here. So we address our homelessness uh, situation. Uh, and, and what people are surprised to hear is that the city spends over $100 million a year trying to address the homelessness problem for the number of homeless in the city that averages over $22,000 per homeless individual per year. And I don't think we're seeing uh, results for that amount of money. And to me, it's truly a public policy uh, problem. The way we've been trying to address it is broken. It's not working. We need political leadership to stand up and say it's not working. And uh, intelligent people that are willing to uh, address the issue in a different approach that has some true, meaningful results. Hey, hey Joe, uh, yeah, be- I- before we let you go, because you're kind of moving on to the clock, but Imperial Beach just passed a law to make it illegal to sleep and camp on the street. Didn't say homeless. Just said it's illegal to sleep and camp on the streets. Why wouldn't San Diego look at something like that? Well, San Diego's, uh, we got not much time to go. I could talk for two hours on this <laughs> more. But, uh, you know, there's a, there's a long and storied history with the city of San Diego on this issue. And uh, we've entered into certain legal consent decrees mm-hmm. to, to resolve litigation in the past. So we're in a little bit of a different situation. Gotcha. One of the challenges we had to find is we made, had to make sure we had enough beds where if we were going to uh, arrest someone on the street for sleeping there, uh, that we could alternatively provide them a, a bed. And we do have that uh, that now. We have enough beds of, of temporary shelters. Mm-hmm. So there's, we're, we're making some progress. We certainly are uh, compared to other big cities. Right. But some progress is not enough, especially for the money we're spending. Well, as long as we're making progress, I'll, I'm behind you a thousand percent. But when the progress stops and the money keeps flowing, then I got a problem. Are you going to be at the gun show next weekend? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not sure actually, if I'm going to have to check my calendar, it's crazy with campaign now. I'll bet it is. Uh, How can people find you to help you? Yeah. How can it be? If they want want to find me, it's Joe for San Diego.com is my website. Joe for San Diego.com. If you happen to be out at the show, we're going to be there live from one to five. 
I'm not quite sure where, but if you look for the big guy, we'll, we'll be happy we'll be right up front. We'll, yeah, we'll be, be happy right to put you right back on air. We'd love to do it. And Joe is, uh, we're going to uh, consider him for endorsement and uh, very much appreciate your support, Joe. And thank you very much for running. And uh, thanks for coming on the radio with us. Absolutely. Keep on doing what you're doing. It's, it's critically important. We appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a quick break, folks. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer, by the way, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Go check us out, like us, share it with your friends, especially if you're a gun enthusiast and you'd like to share with the folks out there that we are a positive gun uh, sports radio show. Hey, as you folks know, uh, as you know, lawful AR ownership is increasingly under attack. California's assault weapons laws uh, made it impossible to legally own your AR rifle with all the features you're, that it was born with. Well, what's the solution? It's Cali Key. The Cali Key removes your rifle from the definition of an assault weapon by converting uh, any mil spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight bolt, uh, pull bolt action rifle. It's a true drop in solution. In less than a couple of minutes, you are good to go. No milling, no aesthetics modification, and no turning off your gas system either. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. We love those guys. Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Hey, and what's the best defense for uh, self-defense and those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms legal protection. Mike Lance and I use them, and you should too. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designated specifically for the firearm owner. Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. You need to be ready. And if that knock on the door comes, you want to be really ready. Red flag laws. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.com firearmslegal.com or call them at 469-310-9100 that's 469-310-9100 firearmslegal.com and if you're lucky you'll get john dillon from gatsky dillon and balance llp your one-stop shop for the best lawyers in town when it comes to gun protection ownership and information go to cafirearmslaw.com or you can call john direct at 760-431-9501 how you doing john Hey, how's it going, Jay? Dylan? Doing great. What are you up to? Well, I uh, literally just landed uh, from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. I just uh, attended the Second Amendment Foundation Gun Rights Policy Conference this weekend. Wow. How was that? Oh, it was fantastic. It was uh, a great time. Uh, I had a chance to speak uh, on uh, a panel of... Uh, a group of amazing lawyers who've all done some seriously significant work uh, in uh, protecting our Second Amendment rights, and uh, I had a chance to discuss uh, the case uh, challenging California assault weapon ban uh, that San Diego County Gun Owners is a part of, uh, as well as my challenge to the prohibition on selling firearms to those 
who are 18 to 20. So uh, had a good time doing that. Uh, got to, to meet and hang out and, and plan and discuss strategy with some of the best uh, uh, leaders in the Second Amendment fight, activism, and uh, uh, protecting our rights. It's been great. Did you tell us? All, did you tell everybody about our radio show? I did. We actually got to do a lot of uh, little name dropping. I had a good time. San Diego County gun owners got uh, a number of shout outs throughout the weekend. Uh, Sweet. Through, uh, you know, myself, the Pink Pistols were there. Black Guns Matter. Uh, we had them all, and it was a great time. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Was there a theme? So, what would you say the theme was, or what was the most, uh, you know, what was the big feeling, or what were people talking about the most? Yeah, so uh, we had all sorts uh, of different panels that discussed various aspects of uh, gun policy, gun rights, uh, Second Amendment, uh, even culture. Uh, over the weekend. Uh, like I said, I was part of a, a panel of team of lawyers who uh, provided updates on current litigation throughout the country uh, and, and where we stand. Uh, we had panels that discussed uh, past efforts and yearly efforts in uh, uh, some lower court cases and litigation, certain court case decisions. Uh, we had panels that discussed LGBTQ rights and uh, their involvement in uh, the Second Amendment community, uh, uh, suicide prevention, uh, all sorts of of great topics where some true leaders in the industry spoke. That's excellent. Uh, Any politicians attend? Uh, Politicians. (laughs) You know who those guys are. Politicians. Uh, No, these these are people who do real work. Uh, Uh, well, wouldn't you think the yeah. politicians would go there just to get educated? Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Oh, I, what was I thinking? Dave? Yeah, there are such things as stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> so who was most impressive? Who did who blew your socks off? John Dillon. <laughs> oh, no, uh, Foster Hurt was great. Uh, his, his activism out of Philly and running for uh, his city council position there, uh, he was a great uh, person to talk to, uh, you know, work with and plan some strategy in the future for California. Uh, again, the Pink Pistols, uh, uh, the Army Equality, uh, they also, the, the speakers that the LGBTQ panel had uh, were absolutely fantastic this year. Uh, and then in general, you know, uh, the Second Amendment Foundation, Fires Policy Coalition, the Cal Guns Rights Foundation, uh, and of course, the San Diego County Gun Owners Association all had uh, amazing speakers uh, that provided updates, gave uh, amazing lectures on, on policy and strategy, uh, as well as just general uh, gun ownership uh, knowledge and rights. Uh, and it, it truly was fantastic. I don't know if I could pick out uh, a single speaker that stood out above the rest, but it truly was a, a great time. And, and Gina Roberts was there too, right? Yes, she was. I spent a good deal of time with Gina. Uh, yep. And uh, I think she had a pretty good time as well. Yep. She's on the board, San Diego County Gun Owners. Um, I heard that yeah. the uh, didn't the 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 um, um, the second uh, the Second Amendment uh, Foundation have their Twitter account suspended or something the night before the the conference. You hear anything about that? 
No, you know, what's funny is I, I didn't, uh, there wasn't a lot of discussion uh, on the floor uh, regarding that issue, but I did see that right before getting on the plane okay. uh, to attend the conference uh, last Friday. But yeah, uh, you know, oddly coincidental, you know, this is their annual gun policy conference. Uh, <laughs> it was interesting to have uh, their account suspended right before but I believe they were able to get it uh, reinstated okay. before at least the end of the conference. Yeah, that was pretty odd. Weird. Did you go see Mark oh, Knopfler? Yeah. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> How was Mark uh, Knopfler? Uh, absolutely amazing. i, I got to be completely honest. Uh, I'm not the most knowledgeable of music, but it w- there's no question that uh, the guys on that stage were some true talents uh, with all sorts of instruments. I think there's about 50. <laughs> Well, I got to say, there is a lot of interest. You know, we just had our monthly meetings for San Diego uh, last week. The week prior was our monthly meeting for Orange County. And then yesterday was our monthly meeting for Riverside County gun owners. And there is a lot of interest in the assault weapons lawsuit. Uh, So much interest. You know, I actually read, I love that quote. We, We read it last week. The assault weapons is an apolitically concocted pejorative term designed to suggest that there's an inherently unlawful or illegitimate basis for owning otherwise uh, common firearms protected by the Second Amendment. People love that. I think yep. it sums it up so well. It's so well written. Uh, one of the members of San Diego County Gunners actually embroidered that onto a throw pillow and gave it to me as a gift, That's which awesome. I thought was really, really awesome. But what what do you think? I mean, we're, we're way early into the process, but what are your, can you give us a you know half a minute on, on where you think it's going to go and how you think it's going to do? Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, th- this is an issue that uh, it gets, uh, you know, publicized in the media as something crazy. Uh, this is a fringe movement to try to to take down, uh, you know, the, the assault weapons ban. You know, these are just the crazy gun activists trying to get that done. But it's not. Uh, these are the most commonly used uh, firearms in the country, uh, and they use, uh, you know, the most commonly used magazine in the country. Uh, it's something that people use every single day for both, you know, self-defense, sport, recreation, hunting, uh, and a number of any other lawful purposes. And, uh, you know, E.C. Heller, uh, the Supreme Court of the United States, made it clear that categorical bans uh, on commonly used firearms that are not uh, both uh, unusually dangerous and unusual uh, cannot be prohibited and cannot be banned. And, you know, these are everyday ordinary rifles. Uh, the fact that they have, you know, a, a pistol grip or an adjustable stock or the fact that they can hold 11 rounds instead of 10 doesn't change that. Uh, and, you know, Truly, I believe that not only the Constitution, but the history uh, of the Second Amendment and the law uh, is on our side in this argument when uh, looked at in an objective manner. Nice. Yeah, that's excellent. All right, buddy. So uh, so you're heading home? Yes, I am. Yeah, I got to get back to the wife and kids. All right. So that means you're not coming to the gun show next Sunday because you left. Right. Don't write me off. Don't write him oh, off. Oh, really? Right. Well, we'll keep a chair all warmed up for you. How's get that? Get all the kids and dog in the Tesla, and he'll get down there. All right. <laughs> Listen That's to you. good. All right, buddy. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. Uh, 
you going to post anything on your website about it or no? Yeah, I'll throw some stuff up on Twitter and Instagram uh, after I settle in. All right, buddy. Well, all right. Well, hey, make sure you're at work at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Sounds good. Will do. All right. We're going to take a quick break, folks. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to. AM 1170, The Answer. This is Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave, he's Lance, and that is Wildman Mike. (laughs) Hey, as you know, lawful AR ownership is increasingly under attack in California's assault weapon laws are making it virtually impossible to legally keep your AR rifle with the features it was born with. What's the solution? It's Cali Key. The Cali Key removes your rifle from the definition of an assault weapon by converting any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull-bolt action rifle. It's a true drop-in solution for less than a couple of minutes. You are good to go. No milling, no aesthetics modification, and no turning off your gas systems either. Keep your entire AR collection intact and a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. What do you got? All right. So right now, this segment is brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week, the Nordstrom's of gun ranges. So if you're looking for training, if you're looking to buy a weapon, you're looking to buy ammo, whatever the case may be, maybe you want to take some family members down or friends or coworkers and have a really positive, upbeat event the gun range san diego will be more than happy to take care of all of your needs right now we got jason on the line hey jason how you doing buddy hey how's it going dave doing all good hey we're all doing great man how are you hey man big uh big thank you to the gun range san diego for uh having uh san diego county gun owners in yesterday on your busiest day Mm -hmm. um and Mm -hmm. uh introducing us to your customers very much appreciate it no Anytime, man. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. signing up new members. And the previous week, it was um, San Diego Young, Re- Young Republicans doing ATF night. Yeah. yeah that That's was, right. Yeah. And you guys have been hosting yeah, a lot of stuff. San Diego. It's, it's our home away from home. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Fabulous. Well, that was good. So what are we talking about today? Home well, defense? Well, let's talk about home defense. Uh, a know? lot of people ask about revolvers versus semi-automatic pistols. And, um, yep. you know, everybody, this is more of a preference thing. A lot of people prefer semi-pistols. Some, me personally, I prefer revolvers. Uh, objectively, I'll say that a pistol uh, typically is much faster to reload. does, you know, obviously it's got greater capacity, unless you're talking about a compact or subcompact. Um, me personally, I prefer the revolver. It kind of requires a little more trigger discipline to operate correctly, but uh, it can't really jam the same way a semi-pistol can. A lot of people in real shooting situations don't realize how tight they grip a gun, how high their grip goes. A lot of people in actual shooting, uh, in actual uh, you know shooting incidents, and you can see this on YouTube videos, uh, they'll actually hold their grip too high, and something like, a, especially it's like a Glock 34 with an extended slide lock. Uh, or slide stop, I should say. Hmm. They'll fire one or two rounds, and their slide will lock back. And I would really, you know, rather that happen to me. Uh, so I personally prefer the revolver. Yeah, 
you get versatility, you get you get ultimate reliability. As long as you practice, 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 just like with anything, you get really good at it. Well, you know, a lot, Revolvers, a, a lot uh, of people, you know, gee, you only get six, six rounds of ammo and they're tough to mm-hmm. reload. But if you look at real uh, footage, like, you know, John Korea mm-hmm. on YouTube, I don't know if you know that guy, but yeah, yeah. he's reviewed like 13,000 videos of real self-defense mm-hmm. uh, scenarios. And he puts on this really great seminar. We should probably have him out and uh, do it again. But he puts on this really great seminar. Two of the things he points out is in like 99% of uh, of uh, self-defense scenarios, you know, mm-hmm. people three, four, five rounds. Um, and right. you look at some of the new, um, you know, semi-autos that are that come out by Glock and SIG and some of the ones that are meant for concealed carry, you know, they're, they're topping out at six, seven rounds you know, uh, right. top top. Anyway, so you're not really getting this huge advantage, right, right. but you are picking up a mechanical advantage with a revolver because, like you said, they're a lot tougher to uh, to jam. And the other thing he points out is you never ever have to reload. He's, he's I think out of thirteen thousand videos, he saw somebody that needed to reload twice. Yeah, you you never you almost you almost never see that ever in any real shooting. You're absolutely right. You almost never see somebody reload. It's usually over in the blink of an eye. And that's it. All right. And the average person walking into your shop, you know, kind of for the first time or hasn't shot in a long time, they're looking for mm-hmm. a home defense. And then you're just, you're talking about the difference between having a, you know, a, 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 a wheel gun and a, and a, uh-huh. and a semi for, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Revolver, revolvers, uh, you know, that's my personal preference. Typically another, another neat fact, fun fact about revolvers is that because the barrel is fixed, you can take almost any, pretty much any revolver, get the same barrel length and a pistol, and the revolver will almost always shoot better. And that's because the barrel is fixed. There's no reciprocation at all. There's no linking and unlinking of the slide. Uh, I'm sorry, the barrel with the slide, things like that. Um, yeah, that's and a, good a revolver, point. even a even a say, you know, just a regular Ruger or Smith and Wesson 686, will typically perform, you know, neck and neck with something like a like a $1,700. Uh, Springfield TRP pistol, for instance, mm-hmm. and that's it's exactly because the linking system, you know, with the bushing, the custom fit barrel work on the TRP is uh, it's so high that it almost it it, it can almost match just a, a mechanically fixed barrel, a barrel that just doesn't move at all. Well, plus it makes you look good even if you miss. Okay. I know from personal and you experience. Look classy. That's right. right. Well, you look, you look classy. And I got to come <laughs> in and see you about picking up a pistol for my wife, a revolver. Because she yeah, can't love the show you want. She can't rack a nine, the nine mil. Mm-hmm. I know Manny said. He, I know Manny said he could teach her to do it, but uh, I think a revolver would be more up her alley. Mm-hmm. Don't you yeah, think? A lot of a lot of ladies and uh, a lot of ladies. Anybody with weaker hand strength, not right. necessarily a lady, but anybody. Uh, a lot of a lot of men. A lot of people with arthritis right. uh, will end up taking a revolver. It's exactly the simple fact that they That's they have trouble, too much trouble to rack a slide back. Um, there's only a couple guns that have a, uh, a deliberately lightened uh, slide pull, if you will. You know, the Sig P238 compact pistol, the HK USP. Those are a couple. Those are a couple good examples. So, but a revolver, you don't have to do that at all. So, why? I mean. I don't. I just don't see a positive or a negative versus the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mm-hmm. it's pure so preference. it's a preference, it's isn't, preference. isn't it? A preference? It is. It's all preference. It's uh, some people do better with one, some do better with the other. I typically shoot better with a revolver. Uh, I remember when I went to uh, I went to a CCW course. Uh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. And we're all running through this course that had a little kill house and everything. It was pretty cool. I'm the only one with a revolver. 
and I'm not by any means the best shot, uh, but I outperformed everybody else. And even having to reload with speed loaders, and again, it's just all practice, practice, practice. Right, right, right. right. Um, and that it kind of uh, it just kind of took everyone by surprise. You know, they didn't really expect it. Mm-hmm. So, if you could recommend one carry revolver, you know, I got my CCW. Mm-hmm. I want to carry every day. Um, I'd recommend. Uh, I'd recommend a Smith and Wesson Model 60, you know, either the two or the three inch, whichever you know floats your boat more. I like the two; it shoots very, very well. It shoots a lot better than I do. Um, <laughs> I like to shoot two liters out in the desert when you're allowed to, uh, and uh, two liter, forty, thirty yards out of a two inch Smith and Wesson J frame is Ooh. actually very doable in 357. Wow. Uh, 357. Very doable. Nice. Yeah. Now, what kind of money are you talking for a, a revolver like that? You know, J Frame Smith and Wesson. Uh, it's going to be like seven hundred, about seven hundred six ninety nine to seven fifty. Um, they're professional. They're the Pro Series models. They're gotcha. performance center models. Gotcha. Um, I like just a good old two inch Smith and Wesson Model sixty, the standard. There's even a Lady Smith. It's a version called the Lady Smith. It's got a thinner grip. Yep. Mm. My wife likes that one. Mine would too. Uh, she yeah. doesn't have a big hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's, I definitely recommend a Smith Model 60. You know, if, not if the someone, 500. If anybody's not, 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 probably not. Probably don't want that on a CCW. All right, I'm writing that down. Well, speaking of power, so yeah. then you switch over, and so what if they say, well, you know, what about a shotgun for home defense? Mm-hmm. You know, some people, uh, I guess it really depends on on your property. You know, sure. if you live in, a, say, a tight apartment setting, then, you know, a big shotgun while a shotgun is typically going to be the number one choice, a lot of people don't like using it because it takes up too much operating space. You know, you have to require a, uh, it requires you know, a shouldered, it's a shoulder mounted, you know, you got to put it in your shoulder to fire it, so it requires a lot more space. You have a big open area like a ranch, absolutely use a shotgun. That's mm-hmm. your number one go-to. Uh, smaller area, tighter area, a walkway, a hallway, a door, I'm going to say a revolver or a pistol. Got it. You just have a lot more, you know, free space to move around with. I love that racking sound, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it's, that's, it's, that's the it's international. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Right. That's good. All right. So, uh, oh, yeah. Anyone, any specials down there? Uh, you know, right now we've got uh, we got the Springfield thing going on uh, till Halloween. You buy a few different Springfield model pistols. You get five magazines instead of two. You get an extra case. Uh, you get a holster, a mag pouch, uh, and they always have that lifetime warranty as well. And I think uh, that is uh, a Mr. Scary. got in on that. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Oh, did he? Joe, yeah, yeah Joe. I was yeah. going to say that is a scary good deal. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. It is. Oh, Leading up to Halloween. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah. See what, yeah, I, have to, yeah, see yeah, what yeah. I have to put up with? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. How do you do it? I don't know. It's tough, man. It's tough, but hey, somebody's got to do it. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, are you guys busy today? Can anybody come down and go shooting? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely busy today. Okay. Uh, it's looking good. It's not terribly busy to where the place is tilting over, but it is full. Yeah. It is full with a short wait. So, if you want to come on by, this right. is the time. Anything new in the library? Uh, at, you know, at the moment, no. Okay. Um, for sale on the on the rental side though we have a that's what i meant on a rental we have a yeah we have, we have a uh, we have an mp5 clone out here well, a ptr9 it's, it's, it's an mp5 um super super cool gun that is my favorite rifle here for rent yeah. um what and is it? it it it's what's an mp5 clone <laughs> out yeah, comes the phone what's the ptr9 
PCR nine, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Schwartz will be there in. Uh, he'll be there in forty five minutes. Yeah. Got to buy one and pretend yeah. to be Charlie Sheen, right? Charlie Sheen yeah. from Navy Seal. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. five. I'm sorry. When you say Charlie Sheen, there's only two things I think of, and neither one of them has anything to do with a gun. I'm sorry. All right, buddy. Cage's crew from The Rock. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. That's right. All right, buddy. Hey, it's always good talking to you folks. If you ever need good advice when it comes to gun ownership, this dude is it. Jason down at Gun, the Gun Range, San Diego. Check this boy out. He'll be there till 10 o'clock tonight. All right, man. Be safe. Thank you very much. Love your show, Jason. Love your show. Hey, we're going to be at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Are you going to be out there? Uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to be there yet. I hope we will. Well, if you are, stop by. We'll throw you on air. We'll see you do it in person. Cool. Thank you. All right, All man. Right. right here on Thank FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by... Hey, what's the best defense for self-defense in those horrible new red flag laws? Firearms Legal Protection. Mike Lance and I use them, and you should too. Firearms Legal Protection is a legal defense program for lawful gun owners with a 24-7 emergency hotline and plans designed specifically for the firearm owner. Firearms legal protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. You need to be ready if that knock on the door comes to take your guns away using red flag lost. Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection today. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. Call them at 469-310-9100. 469-310-9100. Firearmslegal.com. All right, Mike, who you got on as a special guest? Well, we actually have, uh, first we want to do uh, uh, Sam the Gunman. Okay. Stone my nephew. Yep. Sam, and you there? you got Monty McIntyre, right? Yep. yep. All right. How you doing, Sam? I'm great. How are you guys? Living the dream. Fantastic. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is the one-year anniversary of Stump, my nephew. Is it really one year? Congratulations. How about that? So, we're going to celebrate with a particularly hard question. Hopefully, you've been studying, Sam. Oh, come on. Why do you have to do this to me? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ready? Yep. Question is, and this uh, comes from Frank in Oceanside. He wants to know, what is the longest serving military shoulder weapon? What is the longest serving military shoulder, I'm I'm assuming it means shoulder fired weapon? Thanks for the question, Frank. Um, there are a few ways I could answer this. The, uh, the cop-out way would be to say um, the rifle, but that's an obvious one. No, yeah. um, but He's looking for more specific than that. Yeah, I know. Um, if he means in U.S. service, then um, I would say variants of the M16. If he means in worldwide service, um, not necessarily as a primary weapon, just as a weapon, I would say specific pattern um the the mauser pattern um but uh yeah well his answer is um the british brown bass the brown bass was a 75 caliber flintlock musket which is in service uh for a full century 1700s till 
15. So that's his answer. We may have to research that and see, but uh, anyway, that that's okay. You're already, you're still, <laughs> you're still knocking the cover off the ball, but congratulations on one year uh, with us. And uh, we're looking forward to many more, Sam. Excellent job. Sorry, you guys got me with that one. I'll have to come back better next week. I'm sure you'll be locked and loaded. Well, All congratulations. Right. All right. Excellent job, Sam. Okay, so our next guest is, uh, his name's Monty McIntyre. Uh, he is running for city council in San Diego. Monty, are you there? I'm there. Okay, hey, how are you doing? So now we're going to do Stump Monty. Monty, yeah. are you ready? <laughs> so you're running for uh, San Diego City Council. Uh, what made you? What made you? And this is in District Seven, right? It is. When District Seven makes up, District Seven is all north of the Highway Eight, and it goes from the far west, about half of Linda Vista, all of Mission Valley, Sara Mesa, Tierra Santa, where I live, uh, Grantville, and Allied Gardens, and then Lake Murray, and then finally San Carlos. And currently, the uh, uh, District 7 is Scott Sherman, Scott who's Sherman. been a fantastic friend yep. of San Diego County gun owners and, and gun yeah. owners in general. So what made you decide to run? Well, I decided to run to do some public service to give back at the end of my career. I've been a lawyer in San Diego for 39 years, civil law, mediator the last 18 years, and I think that uh, we need some people with some life experience and seasoning to make good decisions at City Hall. Uh, I have met with Scott, and we had a great conversation, and I think we need some people who are, I'm a moderate, centrist, fiscally responsible guy, and I think that's the kind of people we need on the city council trying to make responsible decisions to make our city run better. And I, I think that's great. I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, I'm, I'm with San Diego County Gun Owners. We're a political organization. We focus just on Second Amendment issues. And, you know, frankly, we wouldn't exist uh, if city council members focused on exactly what you just said if they said hey you know what we're going to balance a budget we're going to make sure people are taken care of uh to the you know the capacity that the government is is supposed to you know make sure that there's garbage collection and the no potholes and that sort of thing but unfortunately um too many uh local politicians are starting to jump into issues like the second amendment and like uh you know some of the other uh uh, uh, issues that uh, make the headlines and you're actually running against one of the people that you're running against is one of the most extreme uh, in the anti-gun movement her name is Wendy Wheatcroft and she runs the uh, uh, Moms Demand Action here in San Diego uh, what's your opinion on uh, the Second Amendment gun ownership and some of the things that the San Diego City Council has done in the last couple of years regarding gun owners well my opinion on the uh, first thing you mentioned is this the city council, in my opinion, should focus on issues relevant to the city council. So I agree with you. There are, I think, too many times when city council members want to make some political statement and it has nothing to do, it's irrelevant to the issues of the city. I think you stay focused on the issues that you have to decide and you don't waste time doing other things. So that's an overall view that I, I feel. Now, as far as the Second Amendment, it's been in our Constitution the entire time we've had the Constitution. So people obviously have the right to have guns, and they have the right to bear arms. There's no problem with that. Now, in California, uh, I know we've got an assault weapons ban that's been in effect since the 
late 1980s, and it's been upheld by the California Supreme Court. And I also know that there is a lawsuit that was recently filed, I think it's in the San Diego Federal Court, by members of your organization. Exactly. And the local district judge, one of the district judges, I think it's Judge Benitez, has been assigned the case. Yep. And he'll have to make a decision. No, I think it's Judge Houston who's been no, assigned the case. No, it's Benitez. You got Benitez. Yeah, okay, they got Benitez. So the federal judge will have a decision. Now, I haven't seen the complaint, but I presume the issue is going to be is there a violation of the federal constitution in the California Act? And, you know, the federal constitution is something that would be determined by a federal court. So I think we're going to have to see what the federal district judge says. And then depending upon what the decision is, that could be appealed to the court of appeal. It could ultimately go up to the U.S. Supreme Court. I think and you're right. You, you've laid it out extremely accurately, which doesn't surprise me. You, used to, you were the president of the San Diego County Bar Association, right? I was in 2002. So you are a, or yeah, you're a practicing attorney. I am a practicing attorney. So you know what you're talking about. Okay. So this, that does surprise me, you know, but what's your, what's your personal opinion on, on the assault weapons ban and the case that, that we brought? Well, I don't know what your position is in the complaint. So as far as an overall opinion, here's the, here's the way I see things. The Second Amendment clearly provides a right for people to own guns, but no rights under the Constitution are 100% without the ability of government to limit them. The best way to think about that is freedom of speech. Even though we all have freedom of speech with the First Amendment in the Constitution, we don't have unlimited. You're not, not going to do the theater yell fire in a crowded theater, are you? Are you? Well, I mean, that's an example of <laughs> All right, let, let's get to it. So the assault weapons ban, do you personally believe that there is a significant enough difference between the semi-automatic rifles uh, that the assault weapon assault weapons ban is looking to his banned and and any other uh, firearm to the point where that, yes, the legislature not only should ban it, but also has the constitutional right to ban it? Well, I don't know that I'm enough of an expert on the distinction between the gun categories to know the difference. That's I a fair answer, and I appreciate you saying answer. that. Yeah, that is a fair answer. I mean, the question is, is there a rational basis for the legislature to make a determination that it wants to regulate some guns? And if there is, and if, if it passes constitutional muster under both it already has under the California Constitution, but if it passes constitutional muster under the federal Constitution, it will be upheld. But if the federal court says, well, we think this does not pass the evaluation under the federal Constitution, they may declare it to be unconstitutional. Well, I'll tell you just the basis real quick, and of course we could spend an hour on this, but the basis is that Judge Benitez said that yes, a magazine is a crucial part of a firearm, therefore it's protected by the Second Amendment, just like uh, firearms are, and in certain configurations, uh, legal firearms that Californians can uh, own, if you put a uh, uh, like a 30-round magazine into that firearm, um, it, you could be committing a felony. So that's the basis. We're saying, hey, you have a constitutionally protected part of a gun that's going into a legally owned gun, and you could be a felon for it. That doesn't sound right to us. But how can people find out more about your uh, your uh, your race, Monty? Well, you can go to my website, votemonty.com. 
And basically, if people want to have somebody with some seasoning experience, going to try to make the right decisions for the right reasons for all San Diegans, I'm the person that I think will do that. Well, I think we need to sit down and talk about guns before we can uh, before we can tell people to vote for you. But uh, appreciate it. I will on the show. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks a lot. We got to hit the dusty trail. This is Gun Sports Radio FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.